Welcome to the SBS Digital Learning Hour, brought to you by the Digital Learning and Assessment Department. We're coming to you today from a conference room in Central Office, bringing you the latest news in Springfield Public Schools in regards to technology, along with inspiring interviews from teachers who are using technology in the classroom. I am your host, Mike Thomas. You can find me out on all the socials at Bearded Tech Ed Guy, my personal website, beardedtechedguy.com, and the We Learn blog on my SPS here in Springfield. I am excited to share with you today the interviews from all the teachers. If you have not yet gone out to YouTube, you can see these interviews that we've done for our CS Now grant to help promote computer science here in Springfield in the middle schools. Now, we've done a series of videos, one on principals. You heard their whole interview last week. We're doing one today on teachers. And then the next episode will be all about the students. So you'll be able to hear everything that they had to say. Those videos we tried to keep to a crisp few minutes. And so a lot of content had to be cut. And that's why I'm using it here in the podcast. So you can hear what all has been said. Computer science here in Springfield is an awesome opportunity for our students. Our middle school students are continuing to develop their understanding. This started with CS Now in elementary school, and now we're here. And so I'm excited to bring you those. But first, a few quick announcements here in the district. Number one, if you have not been going out to the MySPS main landing page, you might have missed some announcements. There's been a whole bunch of different announcements for testing kits, Trustmark open enrollments, how weather delays and closures work, especially for those new teachers. It's very important. Accessing the opt-in link. All that information is there for your benefits. It's on the My SPS page. You also should be getting an email when these announcements go out. If you're not, go out to the page and sign up to get those also sent to your email. So if you don't listen to me every week or every other week, you won't miss any of the announcements. We also have out there on my SPS is our We Learn Central. We have our OITA newsletters out there. So if you want to have an update to what's going on in the district, we've got newsletters that are there for you. You can go back and view all of this past years. I've embedded them into the MySPS so you can go and access each sway very easily. We also have the We Learn blog out there and we have some new posts coming up soon um, that are being scheduled right now. Um, but if you missed any of them, the last couple have been talking about Word and PowerPoint and how awesome they are. And also what I would like to point out on here is our 22 tools for 2022. We had our soft opening back this fall. We went full force here in January. The first prizes are going to be going out over next week. And again, to get entered into win a prize, you have to complete a challenge. And more challenges you complete, the more prizes you get. But now we're getting into my favorite part of this week, which is the CS Now Teachers Interviews. So similarly to the principal interviews, I am going to re-record the questions because, well, I was using a shotgun mic and when you're using a shotgun mic and you're behind the mic, it kind of sounds like a whole little bit of a garbled mess. I was able to save one of the questions, so you will hear that come up for one of our interviewees, but I am excited to share all of these with you. Now we have five teachers from three schools that we talked to for this project. and. 
we'll kick it off first with Kylie Prep and Leah Ash Simmer. My name is Leah Ash Simmer, and uh, here at Kylie Prep, I'm teaching an elective sixth grade computer science course using code.org. What have you learned about yourself as a teacher after implementing computer science with your students? So I came into this totally new to CS. I had no background in it whatsoever. And learning alongside the kids, I think, has added like another dimension to teaching in that I'm literally learning as I'm teaching them. So yeah, that's just, that's been a really important and something that doesn't always happen. So I'm an English teacher usually, and I'm familiar, I have a background in English. So teaching something that I have no background in is a really unique experience. What value do you see in the work you are doing with computer science? I think it's super valuable um, just for students to um, know. So we have, we, we use computers every day and we don't necessarily emphasize that enough in school. So for students to really uh, develop the background knowledge in that and in the tools that we use every day, I think is so valuable. What computer science topics or lessons are you excited about teaching next? So the next unit that I'm teaching in the code.org curriculum is the games unit. And I'm really excited to teach that because I think the kids will really enjoy it. And um, on the forums and everything that I've gone on on code.org, they're always saying that unit three is one of the most popular units. Um, And yeah, kids love gaming. So yeah, I'm really excited about that unit. As an English teacher, what kind of connections have you seen to computer science? In English, there's a huge focus on 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 figuring out the connections between things and i think specifically with like the units on web design um there's it's all about finding the connections between what we're putting into the code and what's appearing on the on the web page thank you leah for taking time out of your day and spending it with us so we could chat about what you're doing in computer science And we're excited to see some of the stuff you're doing in the future. Coming up next, we are going to move over to Zanetti School and Melissa Zeitz. Take it away, Melissa. I'm Melissa Zeitz. I work at Zanetti School and I teach pre-K to 8. What have you learned about yourself as a teacher after implementing computer science with your students? Realize that I'm very much a project-based educator. I really believe that students should be engaged and active learners, along with being able to produce technology rather than just become consumers. I really believe in a student focus and collaboration-based curriculum, and I think that very much stems from all the work that I do with computer science, because computer science is all about problem-solving, thinking creatively, logically, and collaborating. What value do you see in the work you are doing with computer science? I think computer science is our future. Technology is growing very fast, and these students need to have an understanding of what computer science is so that they can thrive in whatever world they decide to go in. Again, stating that computer science is problem-solving, thinking creatively, logically, um, and collaborating with others. What job doesn't need that now, and what job won't need that in the future? What computer science topics or lessons are you excited about teaching next? I think there are two that come to mind. One of them, I'm already kicking off. The students are using PowerPoint to create avatars, and then they're going to take those avatars and they're going to animate them in a program called Scratch, which is a visual block-based programming site. And they're going to animate it to tell us who they are. So using their avatar, they will be able to express themselves through Scratch. Another 
project that I hope to do this year is called Plush Pals, where the students are going to use micro bits and they're going to learn about machine um, machine learning. So they're going to kind of program the computer to have the stuffed animal interact with it. So when the stuffed animal raises its hand, the computer will say hello. And so I'm hoping that we will kick off that project sometime in the future. Thanks, Melissa. You always have a great insight into computer science and what it takes to teach it. Next, we're moving to our last school, which is STEM Middle Academy. And the first teacher we're going to speak to is Alva Laster. My name is Alva Laster, and I am the computer science and tech coordinator here at STEM Middle Academy. What have you learned about yourself as a teacher after implementing computer science with your students? Patience. <laughs> Patience. Everything isn't. Uh, computer science is very different. I taught social studies in English. Outcomes are right there in black and white. Computer science, there's a lot of gray matter, uh, a lot of paying attention to detail, just investigating, going through codes to make sure that it runs properly or why it's not running properly. So patience and detail. What value do you see in the work you are doing with computer science? Um, the value I see is that this is the future. Uh, the pandemic proved that technology is here and it's needed and we need to catch up. So I feel that we're giving students the skills needed for them to be successful when they, they move on. Um, this is not something that they uh, have to go to school and pay for. It's not like when they go to college and they want to major in this. They're getting these skills right now so they can you know, be ahead of the curve. What computer science topics or lessons are you excited about teaching next? I'm really excited about creating an app for the seventh grade. They read a book, Long Walk to Water, and that we would like to create an app that shows their water usage and uh, ways that they can function without using so much water. That and the music production club that Mr. Burgess and I will begin after the Christmas break. How has the staff adjusted to teaching more computer science in their classroom? And not only that, they're teaching me. Everyone comes with a set of skills and experiences that they have with computer science, and I'm learning a lot from them as well. So um, it's, it's really a team effort, and I'm happy at how the staff is embracing it. And we're not, you know, I'm not receiving a lot, a lot of kickback from it. Um, so it, it's, I'm enjoying this. Thanks, Alva, for that exciting interview. If you did not know this, Alva was similar to Melissa on a previous episode of the podcast. You can go back in the archives and check it out. Coming up next is Jamie Karens. My name is Jamie Karens. I teach sixth grade science. What have you learned about yourself as a teacher after implementing computer science with your students? Um, I've learned a lot more about how to use technology and how to kind of just beyond like, oh, we're going to make a PowerPoint or use a Prezi. Um, and I think that's really exciting getting to use like the different programs um, that Ms. Laster, our computer science teacher, has brought into the school and classroom, and even before she was teaching computer science, she was always like my go-to person who would be like, oh, try this program, or I'm doing this with my class. So, And she, I feel like she's kind of like ahead of the curve, which is really nice to kind of work with because I get to learn a lot more about like these different programs and really different like tools that can kind of be used to help keep like kids engaged and help like 
get them to like the next level. As a science teacher, what ways have you integrated computer science into your classroom? Um, I try to do with like each unit now, I'm trying to do um, at least like one computer science like aspect to it or like a mini project essentially with it. Um, Some of them a little bit longer than others. Um, With like the Minecraft and stuff, there's a lot of buy-in there. Um, We have like some other tools as well. Um, We've been trying to get like the VR goggles and learning how to um, like program those. Um, And we're going to actually be doing that in the future, which is kind of exciting to think about. I'm also very nervous, but um, I've definitely noticed that the kids get kind of really engaged. And because I'm learning this too, um, it's exciting when like the kids are like, oh, miss, like I know how to do that. And they can actually show me um, because then they feel like they're like they have more. Um, they're, they're more involved and just like they have more to kind of work with. In the awesome. What computer science topics or lessons are you excited about teaching next? Um, so definitely with the VR goggles, I've always been nervous. We got them a couple years ago, um, but I have never actually used them in my classroom because I'm very like, I got to figure this out myself and then bring it into the classroom. So it's nice having Ms. Lasser to work with. So we have, so I have someone to like help me out. Um, and we're going to hopefully be doing something in this current unit with cells and like looking at cells like through this virtual reality. Um, And because the program is still new to our school, the kids will actually get to do, like help design the world almost, which I think is going to be really exciting for them as well. Definitely outside of my comfort zone and stuff, but really kind of exciting at the same time. What value do you see in the work you are doing with computer science? I think I I really see a lot of value in it because I think that there's, like, kids get to see, like, I love taking them outside. I love having them, like, do, like, real-world application there. And I think that this is, like, another real-world application, except it's, like, in the classroom we get to use, like, computers and stuff, and they get to use, like, these different things that they might not see, um, like, a lot of times it's kind of funny, fun for, more fun for them. So they see these, like, programs as being, like, not necessarily, like, normal schooling, um, which I think is really exciting for them because it's not just, like, sitting, taking notes, and then studying this to take a test kind of thing. It's really, like, more hands-on, very, like, project-based learning kind of um, aspect to it, which is really, I think, fun for them and for me. (laughs) Awesome. So the last question I have just because as you're being a science teacher and you just mentioned that you're going to be looking at using VR for cells, um, all I can, all I have in my head right now is Magic School Bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this going to be kind of one of those similar things where you're taking them through, like, the bloodstream and yep. the cell? That's what we're kind of hoping. Um, we were specifically hoping to do something with, like, bacteria and how that, like, affects, um, like, the, like, white blood cells and, like, how they kind of interact when there's certain like invaders essentially. Um, so hopefully making it like gaming aspect while also being like educational, which is what I really love about like computer science because a lot of kids are super into gaming mm-hmm. and this gives them a way to kind of do that with like the coding and stuff. Um, but in a way that like they're still able to kind of learn. 
Thank you, Jamie, for taking time out of your day and spending it with us for the videos and this episode. The last teacher we're speaking with today is Gary Burgess. Uh, my name is Lee Burgess, and I teach band and music here at STEM Middle Academy. How do you integrate computer science into band and music? When I think about computer science and music in general, uh, especially thinking about uh, teaching general music for the first quarter of this uh, this year, I think about um, music production as being one of those weird things and very interesting cutting edge things where instead of looking to the past, uh, like a lot of music uh, making tends to do, uh, we get to look at the present and the future and then work our way backwards saying, what do we want to see in 50 years? What do we want to see in 10 years? What do we want to see in five years? Or what's happening right now? What's happened in the last, just in the last since 2000? in music production and so we get to by looking at it from that perspective not just as like a historical like from a historical lens but looking at it from like a futurism uh, lens we get to integrate computers more into our uh, our musical lives um so like i've had experience uh before with uh teaching marching bands where we have integrated the use of ipads and electronic music and sounds uh that then get used like instruments uh so we have to ask ourselves a question or we blur that question a lot of what's the difference between an instrument and an iPad if the iPad is being used for the music for musical expression or for musical purpose. We do the same thing here, thinking about that here at STEM, by introducing this ear sketch program um, that we've been working on, which is music production where the kids are learning to code music and to produce their own songs. Uh, we're still we're going back and we're blurring that line again of saying, well, why isn't your laptop also an instrument? Why can't we do self-expression using uh, the the methodology and the modality of coding. I see no real difference uh, in how music can take that in, take that, make it part of itself in music education. In the real world, there are plenty of musicians who are making money, <laughs> lots of money doing this right now who are, uh, we, I, we wouldn't have Rihanna, we wouldn't have uh, Demi Lovato, we wouldn't have Ariana Grande, we wouldn't have a lot of uh, what Beyonce produces because we wouldn't have if we don't acknowledge what uh, music production can give us. Has there been any pushback with using digital instruments instead of physical ones? Um, so I've taught kind of all up and down the East Coast and some throughout the Midwest now. And I think that's a really regional question. Um, and it's just a question of like, well, what is that region? How is that region thinking about um, arts? How is it thinking about is art something that we do to reflect our past or is it something that we do to express our future or is it or is it somewhere in between? Um, I'd say here I've not seen a lot of uh, I didn't feel any pushback with doing this. In fact, there's a lot of embracing of this because I think here at STEM, we have such a diverse uh, grouping of students that come from just all over the place, not only just within the United States itself, but from all over the world. And I think that because we're in this unique position where there are so many there's so much newness on everything. That because there's this embrace of newness or there's that culture of newness, it allows us to look towards the future about. And so if we're looking towards the future, especially with music education, this is this is in the future. So why not try to figure it out now? Why not teach it now? What type of programs are you using to teach music with computer science? Yeah, so I think uh, the interesting thing about music education is that I like to break down music into uh, a basic definition, which is just the intentional organization of sound. Any of my students who have worked uh, have worked with this year understands that that's the just the basic organization. That's how we think about music. And if 
music is just the intentional organization of sound, then why not expand our basic notions of what music is to not only include intentional organization of musical sound through instruments or through voice, but also like podcasting or thinking about how we can use the qualities of sound and thinking about how we uh, refine and tune sound to apply that to our storytelling. Because uh, as we tell our students oftentimes is that the human voice is our first instrument. We learn to speak and that is our first chance into uh, the kind of bewitching aspect of music, which is I'm trying to I'm expressing something to you so that you are convinced of something that I'm I'm saying or seeing. Um, so how can we apply that to mu- uh, to other aspects uh, that music can help in? And so we think about like podcasting, things like that. I think about other programs like uh, how to use music or how to use uh, sound editing software like Audacity or using other programming that isn't using coding in particular because not everyone wants to think about coding. Coding gives us a very strong off ramp into doing deeper uh, computer science related art other topics in computer science but we can do things like GarageBand, which allows us to use uh block uh block coding which is just uh it's just saying like this trigger already exists drag and drop this uh here Mm -hmm. and so thinking about how can i help these students organize or express that part of their sounds as well um so yeah so we're, we're looking at expanding this not just to the coding aspect and giving them that off ramp into deeper computer science knowledge but also how can we think about these middle tiers like i want to make songs i want to make these uh expressive beats i want to do all these things but I don't want to get deeper into uh, the computer science aspect of it. But then also, how can I take these middle ground tools and apply them to other aspects? I know we have a lot of students who like to tell stories. That's why they're talking all the time. So uh, how can we help them tell stories better? And they they learn those skills through a musical lens of looking at computer science software that can help us uh, better relay that information. What computer science topics or lessons are you excited about teaching next? So right now we are resurrecting the band program uh, here. So that's uh, taken up a lot of uh, space in the uh, kind of our collective bandwidth. Uh, But we are starting a music production club uh, next quarter. Uh, And this is in particular going towards that ear sketch program that we were talking about. Uh, And that ear sketch program also is a competition uh, held by Georgia Tech University and their computer science department. And uh, if students win that competition, they'll have a chance to work with uh, with recording artist Pharrell and I think Sierra this year. Uh, but they also have an opportunity to win scholarships. And if they want, they want the scholarship, they have a grant that, that can go towards uh, starting their own uh, business. And that business would be have some sort of aspect towards uh, the recording arts. Some uh, So thinking again back to like, are we making music or am I going into like the uh, kind of the editing um, sound engineering uh, aspect. Um, so there's a major program we're going to start there. And then within our curriculum, uh, within the band program, we use, uh, we're going to use uh, these softwares a lot to think about how to upload sounds and how to manipulate the sounds that we're creating on our own. So sourcing, how do we sample on our own? Uh, and so overall, the goal would be after we enter those kids into those programs, getting them to thinking about collaborations and pairings and how can I take what skills I'm thinking of and building and build those with someone else and concurrently learn that uh, concurrently learn.
Well, thank you, Gary. And thank you, everyone, for all of this awesome content here that we get to hear about with computer science in the classroom. So if you have not gone out yet to YouTube, you can find them out on the SPS YouTube page where we have all four videos that I've made posted and you can see and hear and visualize what the students are doing. And if you listen to the end of the three interview videos, you will hear in the credits one of the songs that one of the students at STEM created using coding. So it's pretty awesome. And again, I just want to thank you again for being here and listening to us today. If you liked this episode, please make sure that you go out there, subscribe, leave us a rating and review five stars always helps us get the word out about what is happening here in Springfield Public Schools and how awesome these teachers are that your children get to go and be students of. Thanks again for spending some time with me here on the SPS Digital Learning Hour. Make sure that you are subscribed to us on wherever you happen to listen to podcasts, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. You can go out to all of those sites, including Spotify now, leave us some ratings, reviews. Make sure you share this episode with all of your friends so that they can hear about all the amazing things that are happening here in Springfield Public Schools. I'm your host, Mike Thomas, the Bearded Tech Ed Guy, and this is the SBS Digital Learning Hour. SPS Digital Learning Hour is written, directed, produced, and edited by Mike Thomas. The music that you are hearing is from Risen. Go check out their SoundCloud. You can find all their information in our show notes below.